1: Welcome to the Guilty as Charged podcast, Maddie Schmidt here, and today I'm joined by former Chattanooga guard and NFL draft prospect, Cole Strange. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, you have quite the story, and I can't wait to learn more about your journey You're a guy who's sort of flown under the radar throughout your football career and now just days away from the NFL draft. You have people's attention. How does it feel knowing that you could very well get drafted and play in the National Football League?
2: No, it's definitely incredible. Um, You know, it's kind of something I've said before in other interviews, and I know I probably sound delusional, especially to some of the guys who like – actually saw me playing whenever I was younger, but I've always kind of believed in myself. You know, I always thought it would happen in one way or another, but, um, you know, to think that people would be tossing my name around like it is, you know, getting drafted in any round, honestly, I'm just praying to get on a team, you know, rookie minicamp invite. It's it's really a dream come come, come true.
1: Well, they say if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will.
2: That's true. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Take me back to early on in your football career, growing up in Knoxville as a Tennessee Volunteers fan. What was that like?
2: It was tough. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough time growing up. Um, we hung on to 98 for the longest. And uh, I ended up saying to hell with Tennessee, like you know, being a fan around like my senior year, because I was getting recruited by Chattanooga. And, uh, not, not like a bunch of teams. But the teams that were recruiting me weren't Tennessee. And so I was like, well, shoot, these teams and coaches, you know, actually like me. They want to pay me to come to school and play football. Like, why would I continue to be, you know, supporting Tennessee or, you know, so, yeah, it was it was a tough time growing up, though, for sure.
1: I'm a Florida Gator. I can relate, especially nowadays. Oh, so man. take me flash forward a bit to high school. You didn't always play alignment. What position did you initially play?
2: Yeah, no, uh, I actually played uh, linebacker in high school. So I think it was about my freshman year um, through my junior year. I played linebacker and then my senior year, I put on a little bit of weight and grew a, a little bit and they moved me to defensive end. And then whenever I got to Chattanooga, they moved me to offensive line again. So it was like a, another position change. Um, I don't really know where they came from. They just put me at a line.
1: How did you cope with switching positions?
2: Um, well, honestly, it was a little tough. It was really tough for for a little bit uh, playing a line, um, just because a lot of the movements aren't natural movements. You know, defense I feel like is much more natural. Uh, it was for me, um, but learning to set took me like pretty much four or five years. I'm pretty much still learning, <laughs> um, but it was tough. But it was also I think it was kind of a blessing because I think my potential is uh, has always been an offensive line. So I think it was the best thing for me.
1: Everything happens for a reason. You briefly mentioned the high school recruitment process and getting frustrated with bigger schools like Tennessee. Eventually you chose Chattanooga. Why is that?
2: So I had the only two FBS offers that I did have were West Point and Air Force Academy. And I really liked both of them. I I, I really liked Air Force Academy and it's kind of a weird story. I ended up signing with Air Force Academy, but it was more so a matter of, you know, the Air Force Academy is out in Colorado Springs and I was a big homebody. Still kind of am, you know, I love going home and seeing my family. And with those military schools, you only get like two to three weeks or I think even less than that, two weeks of leave per year to go see your family. And my family was not going to be able to come out to see me. So, you know, Chattanooga being close to home. And I had taken a visit down here. And I loved the area. And the coaches is really cool. And the school was nice. So it wasn't like it was, uh, you know, like, oh, shit, well, I guess I'll have to go to Chattanooga. I really like Chattanooga, too.
1: There are lots of arguments about getting to the league from FCS schools and Division II levels. People say there's a struggle to get noticed by pro scouts. Cole, you have been noticed. How would you say your experience at an FCS school affected your draft
2: situation? You know, that's a good question. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, because I think – I mean, I guess I'm a decent example. Like, no matter where you play, if you're good enough, you know, scouts will notice. Um, and scouts have noticed and they're talking to me. Um, I think that it would – I think it would probably be more beneficial to have played at a bigger school because the one – just just for the sake that, uh, you know, a knock on pretty much any FCS guy or uh, – Division two or Division three is the, you know, the level of competition isn't as good. So when you turn on the tape, are the guys that are going against, is it because they're good or is it because those guys aren't that good? You know, that's a knock on pretty much anyone who plays at the FCS. Um, It's good for me and for, I guess, every other FCS guy that, you know, we have like an FPS game each year. Um, But I don't know. You know, I guess it's one of those things I haven't really thought about. You know, uh, when I was at Chattanooga, I didn't really ever – think about transferring or I guess it's just uh, I just always believed if it was going to happen, it was going to happen. You know, if I was going to get noticed, it was going to be here.
1: It sounds like you have the mindset that if it's meant to be, it'll be. Is that true?
2: That is true. And I do believe it's meant to be. So it works out for me unless, you know, it doesn't work. And then I'll be like, what the hell happened?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cole, I'm not an athlete. I don't know what it's like being a college football player. What do you remind yourself every day as you're going through this process? I can only imagine how stressful and hectic it has been.
2: Yeah, um, it has been a little bit stressful. I think, honestly, the biggest thing is you just have to love it. Uh, I think maybe some guys can kind of, you know, do it. Some guys definitely do uh, do it, but they're just doing it, you know, to get their school paid for. And I played with guys like that. And it's kind of a drag because, you know, the other guys on the team know it, the coaches know it, they're not really in it. Um, I think that's just my thought is like, if you love it and it's something you enjoy doing, it won't really be uh, that stressful. It'll be difficult. It'll be tough. It'll be, you know, like you'll, yeah you'll get hurt, it'll, you know, not like injuries that might happen, but you'll get banged up and bruised up. Um, but I think it's just like if you love it and you really enjoy it then it's not even something that comes into your mind of like i need to remind you know i need to remind myself like keep going forward it's just like this is what this is how things are you know
1: that's awesome i love that is there any particular advice that you would give college football players out there particularly early on in their careers
2: um i guess one piece of advice that i would give is that uh I think the most important thing, like the things that you can't really change about yourself, like your height or, you know, you can change how fast you are, your athleticism and your strengths, but, you know, you can work out. But aside from doing the things that, you know, like that, preparing for the season, working out, doing speed training, like working on your technique, I think the most important thing and one of the things that coaches look at the most is like if you just play your ass off, you know, like if every single play, you are absolutely, for my circumstance, blocking until the end of the whistle or, you know, if you're running back or wide receiver, whatever it is you're doing. Um, like, do not save yourself. You know, don't worry about getting tired or exhausted like it's going to happen, but just get used to, just get used to going 100% every single play. And I know that sounds so cliche, but actually, like, firing off the ball as hard as you can and blocking somebody as hard as you can until the whistle blows, and then shove it in like half a second after the whistle blows. Like, if you do that, I think that's what teams noticed me for. I don't. I couldn't be wrong. I don't think teams noticed me because I have great technique or because I'm this massive freak. You know, if anything, everyone says I'm scrawny. Um, but all the teams I talk to, you know, they say they like how I finish and how I play. And I think that that's something you can anyone can control. You know, like I don't want to talk myself down, but anyone can uh, give, you know, all of themselves, you know what I mean? Anyone can give a hundred percent. Anyone can, you know, run as hard as they can or block as hard as they can. I think that's the most important thing.
1: Control the controllables as they say, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Cole, there's talk of you making your way into the second round, but I want to know, and I'll leave you on this question. What makes you different? Why should an NFL team draft you in the 2022 NFL draft?
2: Well, I would say kind of like what we were just talking about. Um, I do think that, and I do hate talking about myself like this, but I think that what sets me apart is my mindset. And on top of that, I think that the biggest thing with me is that I just, I'm very, very confident that I can get a lot better. You know, at uh, Chattanooga, I had six different offensive line coaches, three different offensive coordinators, four different strengths coaches. You know, I didn't have any continuity. Um, and I think that I improved more so in my very last offseason than I did any year before that. And it was just because I think I matured and I understood what I needed to work on and what, you know, position specific things I needed to do to get better at football, not just working out and, you know, trying to gain weight. Um, and I feel like with time I can improve much, much, much more than, than I I know I can get a lot better than what I am now. I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing.
1: You sound like you have the right mindset to make it and I'll be looking for you come Thursday, come Friday of next week. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time, Cole. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.